This song reminds me of uh, Publix. Really? They it, play it a lot all the in time. Publix? All the time at Publix. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It makes, whenever I think, oof. Right? It's like, ah, oh, the drums, that drum machine. The piano with the, oh. Right? Ariana could never. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I love Mariah Carey, especially this era, because it could. If you told me this song was from the '70s or the '80s or the currently, I'd believe you. Yeah. I like that clap they put on every other yeah. snare. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. That little sparkly thing that should be like a backup vocal. Very Whitney Houston production. And the bass kind of going in. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Every time I hear it, I know it's coming. You know it's coming. And I'm always like, damn. I know. What the fuck happened to America, Luke? I don't know, Why man. Why am I the not internet, here? bro? The <laughs> internet. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> the kick drum sounds great, too. They really cleared out a lot of room for it. Yeah. I always like a track that, like, there's always something going on to occupy your listening space, but it doesn't feel like chaotic. Right. It's a. Like the way she passed that background melody to the organ. Here we go. <laughs> and her range? That note was yeah. low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when people think of range, they always think of high, high, but it's really for like how low you can go comfortably, too. Yeah. She's a great low singer, yeah. too. Ooh, string patch. I always think of uh, how, have you ever seen Don't Mess With The Zohan? Yeah. How like all the Palestinians and the Jews are just like, Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's like our cultures might not agree on a lot of things, but we respect talent. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Listen to This, the podcast in which we explore songs we like. We research what they mean, how they're recorded, why they're written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. Damn! I know. She's so good, man. Today, we're in our feelings, talking about Emotions by Mariah Carey. Released on August 13th, 1991, it was the lead single off her second album of the same name, Emotions. It was written and produced by Carey, along with Robert Cleviles and David Cole of the classic group CNC Music Factory, mm-hmm. who are the guys who did the, the super famous... Everyone and dancing. Oh, yeah. nice. Legends. Yeah. So, like, that's why it kind of has, like, that throwback disco sound, but they were able to update it for that time. I mean, nice. I don't think this song sounds very dated. Oh, man, like, the drums cool. a little bit, maybe, like but. The sounds, I guess. Maybe, but it still works. Yeah. I, I don't want to hear, like, a new version of this, really. Nah. Yeah, please don't make it Marvel. Nah. Um, <laughs> it was, this is crazy stat. It was Carrie's uh, fifth consecutive number one hit. And was nominated for the 92 Grammy Award, losing out Something to Talk About by Bonnie Raitt, which is a great song. It's really hard. I I might like that song a little bit more, but 
I don't know. I wish Mariah Carey sang both a little bit. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fucking cool, I'd like cool, to hear dude. a Bonnie Raitt version of Emotions, too. It'd yeah. be like a little bit more emotional. Yeah. 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 That, that'd be cool. Get to it, y'all. Yeah. I know you listen to this podcast. <laughs> Mariah Carey was also nominated for Producer of the Year for this record. No Becoming shit. just the second woman to achieve this honor. That's cool. It's cool that she produced it. I didn't know she was a producer. I wonder who the other woman is. Yeah, me, me. I, like I bet maybe it, like Linda Perry, maybe. Um, if we're going back in time, my guess is probably like um Dionne Warwick uh, or like something. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm not sure. It also could be like Aretha Franklin mm-hmm. or like something, someone from that crew. Mm-hmm. Maybe Joni Mitchell too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. there are some of those people who just used to fucking beast. I yeah. wish I, I should have looked that up. Man, that's fuck. interesting. That's interesting. Like trivia right there. I didn't know that she produced this. I didn't know she was a, nah. a producer back in the day. For some reason, I thought Randy Jackson had something to do with this song. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see his name on it because it was also mixed by Bob Miller. Which I don't know who that is. Me the, the most generic name I've ever, <laughs> ever, I've ever fucking <laughs> heard. Miller. Like Bob Miller. Dude, you sound like you're made up. Yeah. Um, the song borrows a lot from the track "Best of My Love." By a band called The Emotions. You know that song? No. Ooh, oh, you've got, got the best yes. of Oh, dude, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah. Amazing song. Yeah, it's, re- <laughs> it's really funny because uh, an out-of-court settlement was reached by both sides. Wow. So, like, my personal... Um, oh, I hear it now. Yeah. My personal it. opinion is that... And, like, we know this because, you know, we're pulling back the veil on how how music works. But I think when Mariah got the demo of the track from... It was probably labeled Emotions... Because it was like an emotions Sa- type exactly. song, not even a sample, but it's like, oh, this, that's that emotion yeah, song, bro. Yeah, yeah. And right. I think that, like, seeing it on the, probably like the CD or tape or whatever, you're right? She was probably like, oh, that'll help me write the lyric. You're right. Which is pretty funny. It's so crazy. Like now, I hear it clear as yeah. day. Well, why do you? It's like I, I guess a j- good jumping off point there from that is like it does have these things about it that like reminds us of other tracks. Right. Why is it so good? And so why does it stand on its own? It does not sound like a ripoff of that track, even though now when you're confronted with that information, you're like, oh. I hear it. Yeah, yeah, I hear it now. But it stands on its own. I think what it is, is just the the performance of every individual unit is so good. Like, And not even just the performance of the person and the people playing, like the person playing the keyboard and stuff who's killing it. But that drum machine. Yeah, drum machine is epic. The ones and zeros were on that yeah. day because <laughs> that drum machine is just fucking on. There was like this drum machine that people used from like at some point in the 80s up until like around then. And like... It was, I, did it start with an L? It was like the... The, the, the Lindrum, the, maybe? You made the Lin. Maybe, it could have been a Lin. Yeah, maybe. It's like I need to... I should look it up because I don't even know if it's the exact drum machine mm-hmm. on this track. But it feels like Prince was the first person to start really using it. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of ended with Paul Abdul straight up. It's not which, a bad song. Oh, it's a great song. It's a fucking great song. She can't sing with a damn. That's the, pro- that's the problem. But it's a good song. And that's like why I think like this song kind of stands on its own. Because yeah. like Mariah Carey is like, you know, we're talking about one... One of a kind, you know, like yeah, the, maybe one of the other best singers since Mariah Carey's era is Ariana Grande in the pop world, and she's just like a fucking clone of her. Yeah. Even like a C version of Mariah Carey is almost better than anyone's A plus, and it's like that—that's real. It's like tough, when you have man. somebody who can sing like that, oh shit! Because like, here, check this out. When she sang the song, when she sang "Emotions" at the ninety-one MTV Video Music Awards back when. I think those performances were real. Right. For the most part. Yeah. She sounded a G sharp three and a half octaves above middle C, which is the highest note produced by the human voice in the history of music. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? The whistle thing is, it's, 
Yeah. What do you, it's like, how do you think she learned how to do that? Accident. Accident. And then, and then someone was like, yeah. And then she either got with someone that knew how to train it or she figured out how to do it. It's like, because I've come across people that know how to do it, but not like that. No, because that's like her, her whistle thing is like, it has like the fullness of a chest voice. Exactly. That's the thing. Like it doesn't even really sound like a falsetto. Right. Her falsetto sounds like it has like an octave pedal on it and they're like shaping it to like have some butt. Yeah, I, the I whistle thing is interesting. It's really cool, man. It's like now, like okay, Mariah Carey, how, like how would you record someone who sounds like that? You just let them cook. You have to. There's nothing else you can do. Yeah, you strap s- a compressor on it and let yeah. her go. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess yeah. like she could, like volume wise could probably like break the really shit out go. Of yeah, yeah. You gotta have, you definitely have to have a compressor because I'm sure she can just like freaking throw it at it. You it's know? it's crazy because you know she was lauded as the best singer. Of her time, this era, this she was, early nineties She's kind of era. like the heir apparent to like Whitney Houston. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and like I just I don't know that it ever really got any better since then. I mean, there are singers that I enjoy what they bring to the table, maybe more than her, just because like there's a lot that goes into making music other than just like your pure chops as a vocalist or right. whatever. But damn, like I don't know if we've had a singer since that like. Can has that range and, yeah. and kind of like some of the histrionics. Yeah, and there's also like a taste element. Like, I'm not like throwing shade, yeah. but like Christina Aguilera is an amazing singer, yeah. but it's like too much sometimes. Yeah, I also feel like you know, she, And I feel like because it is too yeah. much, it like takes away from like when the moment happens, mm-hmm. it makes it less special because there's too many yeah. moments in the song. Exactly. It's kind of like... um just if you eat if you eat fucking pizza every day you don't realize how special it is exactly yeah yeah i agree it's like and like i still don't think christina's can can hit this range probably not yeah, this range, I mean, this range is crazy like even just on that first run in yeah. that first verse or like when the song comes on like that's low man there's only one singer i think in like i remember this like infograph you know the like data is beautiful stuff that yeah gets yeah like passed around stuff. the internet yeah, yeah. Yeah, i like it too there was one that charted out who had the highest range in like music oh interesting and mariah carey came in at number two ahead of number three which was freddie mercury from queen yeah, got big range yeah, yeah, yeah guess who's got the biggest range of all axel rose exactly axel i was rose. like i don't think I it'll it. surprise you I knew it. but like people don't people just don't get it that's that, a good trivia it's a good trivia as a singer i know if he like just if they just like had stayed yeah. away from drugs and he wasn't fucking a lunatic like yeah who knows what could have happened and like i listen i i think like there's like a part of like when we talk about pop stars who don't kill themselves or who don't die from drug overdoses, there's a period in their career where they inevitably become less than like what they were. They were, And I think like that's part of the Mariah Carey story that people always want to talk about. But yeah. I don't know, dude. I it's still, like she gets like, it's like, it's such a shame. Like yeah. she'll do, like, obviously she's got the big Christmas song. And for some reason, like they, yeah. she goes out there and tries to do it. And it's like, yeah. And then they, they they like solo her mic and it's fucked up and it's like come on man like don't do that yeah it's I also think like again like n- not everyone's gonna be like at their peak for their whole career exactly because that's not you know that's just not what a peak is yeah. but like even her like 
like second rate new songs or newer songs are still really good. Like remember that track she did with Miguel? Yeah. I think it was hashtag beautiful. Yeah. I hate the title. I but, know, I know. But like a great song. Yeah. Like if it was by any other artist, people would be like, damn, this is yeah. a fucking classic. But I, That's a good point. That is an interesting thing about like her like career. So wh- when I was younger, I thought Mariah was uh, sisters with Jim Carrey. <laughs> I just kind of always assumed everyone who had the, the same guy. last name were yeah exactly. <laughs> I was like, damn, she's fuck her fucking brother is Ace Ventura. <laughs> 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 We'd like to see them do a track together. <laughs> yeah, like, man, it's wow, what great movies. So if you're um, if I'm like recording like a song like this, and I have all these different elements, how do I like create space for each? thing is it an arrangement thing it's mostly in the arrangement definitely what's yeah. crazy is there's not that much music in the song yeah yeah it's really just kind of like the bass the drum and there's that keyboard part and then um during like that bridge where it's like kind of a key change i wasn't paying attention where it goes to like the minor yeah, thing yeah. there's like the string it's patch like, mm-hmm. but really there's not that much music it's really just like it's almost as if a trio is playing drums yeah. bass piano and vocal and they're just like really just rocking out really hard mariah carey's like one of the few singers that i've heard that i actually would be really interested in a solo vocal or like just her vocals like solo like, like the master not the solo master is always fun but yeah. just for her to try to like recut all her material just acapella like not doing the dumb like boom, boom, <laughs> i can't do i can't do that just shit, like yeah. sing with backup vocals but yeah i don't really like acapella stuff. So i don't know weird. why dude. remember when it was so popular and there's like tv shows and it was everywhere i remember that group pentatonics and yeah. i remember one time reading a thing that was like pentatonics breaks the beatles record for like number one or like number uh, top 40 yeah, singles yeah, yeah. and i would be like they didn't write any of that fucking shit they just sing it in a cheesy, in a way. cheesy way they're yeah. good whatever they can sing better than i can and there's I'm, like 70 percent more people in the world yeah <laughs> that's a really good call then maybe i need to start bringing it's like that the Be- up it's like yes yeah, like the beatles sold records yeah. when there was like half the amount of fucking people in the world also i always <laughs> want to be like how much money did pentatonics make versus the beatles yeah I guarantee, true i guarantee bands don't care about the number of records they sell Fuck i think no. they're concerned with another number yeah, the yeah the number of people who got pregnant listening to their music. <laughs> I do want to see that that new. Uh, is it on? Is it Hulu? Uh, the um, Paul McCartney and uh, what's the guy? Rick Producer? Rubin. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, watch I'll that. check that out. Rick Rubin's pretty good interview. You watched it? No, I, I need to check it out. Yeah, I want to yeah. watch it. it looks big, cool. Big Paul McCartney fan. Would have liked to have seen him collaborate with uh, Mariah Carey. Yeah, yeah, it been you cool. know what was always cool about her? She would she would cut these weird songs from artists you wouldn't expect her to. Like she's got a great version of "Open Arms" by Journey, which oh, is shit. on that record. We you're both right. Like. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is on that record. Yeah, and a huge hit for her was uh, the Foreigner song. I wanna know what love is, dude. I know. Yeah, and like crazy. I love that original. I love both of the original songs that we just talked about. She does a great job. It's very hard to like play to cover a song that's a classic and make another classic version. People don't do that these days. Yeah. Do covers like that. Yeah, they just do like the acoustic. Yeah, Like, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, here's like another version of a 21 Pilot song. <laughs> Please subscribe to my channel. Right. <laughs> which is like literally what I'm about to say. <laughs> Thanks so much, y'all, for listening to this podcast. Subscribe to our channel. But rate and review us. Share this shit with people in real life. We've got a Patreon page, a playlist on Spotify with all the songs and episodes. Uh, we'll put that link in the show notes. Check it out. Patreon's got some exclusive content. We'll be coming live, not really live, but back to you every Wednesday with new episodes. Thanks so much for listening to this.